Welcome to the To Faithful Men podcast. This project started in 2006 to preserve old sermon and study tapes of Wiley Flanagan, Hassel Wallace, and Mike Strevel. 2 Timothy 2.2 says, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Then I, Daniel, looked, and behold, there stood other two, the one on this side of the bank of the river, and the other on that side of the bank of the river. And one said to the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, How long shall it be to the end of these wonders? And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever, that it shall be for a time, times and a half. And when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, all these things shall be finished. And I heard, but I understood not. Now back to verse uh, 4. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book. Who told Daniel that? You go back to... uh, uh, to chapter, uh, to chapter 11, and you'll, <clears throat> you'll find, uh, chapter 10, it is, uh, chapter 10, verse 5. Then I lifted up mine eyes and looked, and behold a certain man clothed in linen, whose loins were girded with fine gold. Now you see, chapter 10, chapter 11, and chapter 12, all one vision. If you don't, if you don't recognize that, you, uh, it'll, it'll sure enough be a riddle. It's a riddle anyway, uh, in, in a lot of, a lot of ways, see. But now Daniel said, uh, when, the, when the vision was finished, uh, the one, I see over in 12, 12, uh, 4, somebody's talking to him. Well, you don't know who's talking to him until you go back to chapter 10. See? Uh, alright, then in, uh, verse 5, Daniel, instead of seeing a person, uh, that's clothed in fine linen, whom we, when we discussed it, when we studied it, uh, I believe that it to be the Lord Jesus, a theophany of Christ. And it's a description of it. Now, uh, here, as he hears him talk, he sees two other persons, angelic beings. One on this side, and one on the other side. Well now, Jesus was up above the river. See? He was seen above the waters. Uh, now, uh, Daniel, uh, one of the men, uh, said to the man clothed in linen, 
Now, this is not Daniel speaking, but it's one of the other men that he saw on the riverbank said uh, to the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, how long shall it be to the end of these wonders? When shall these things come to pass? How much time is involved? What is the end? All right, the Amalilists, they, uh, they take re- uh, uh, refuge when they studied Daniel 9, about the 70 weeks. They say, you can ignore, ignore the 70 weeks. That doesn't mean a thing in the world. You can get the message without figuring the time. Well, now, <clears throat> they've got to play down the time element in order to have those six things taking place at the time that, that Jesus was crucified. Uh, and usually, they put, they place the beginning of the 70 weeks in 536 B.C., the year that Cyrus came to power. All right, if it's 536 B.C., well, then there's 536 years before Christ is born. Well, uh, the prophecy of 70 weeks uh, tells us that there will be uh, 70 weeks unto, uh, 69 weeks unto the Messiah. Not to his crucified, but unto him. To his ministry. To his day. Then it says, after 69 weeks have been fulfilled, which is 483 years, and any, uh, and, and no amillennialist denies that, that I have ever heard of. Uh, and they all agree to it because, uh, the, uh, you see, the Jews had a, a week of years. And uh, the example of Jacob, when he served Laban for seven years, you know, uh, he calls it a week. He had served a week for Rachel. Well, now, how long was that week? Seven years, you see. But it seemed as though it was just a day, just a, uh, a short period as far as because of his love for Rachel. Well... Uh, the 77s, or 70 heptads, was a period of 70, uh, uh, 70 uh, weeks, that is, the days. The weeks were one week equaled uh, a year, in other words, say, uh, seven years. 70 weeks. It's 490 years. 70 times 7 makes 490. All right, if you place the beginning of this period, and it says that they are from the commandment to restore and build the city, Jerusalem, uh, shall be this period of time. Well, if uh, if Cyrus came to power in 536 B.C., and that's when you debate it, well, then you already got the 490 years fulfilled, see, before Christ was born. So, uh, uh, they say that doesn't make any difference. They say that, uh, the, the six things that's, that's prophesied are the, is the main thing of the, of the prophecy. And they interpret it, uh, to mean the crucifixion that Christ, 
is the one, uh, the person that was cut off, uh, was Christ, that he, uh, caused the sacrifices to cease, the Old Testament sacrifices, the priestly sacrifices, and Christ was the one that made the covenant, and the covenant is made when a man believes in Christ. That's their, uh, that's the confirmation of the, of the covenant, see. Well, uh, now, Daniel says, uh, again, he won't know the time, though. The only reason I refer to that is to show that this man, now here's another man that was interested in how long shall this be. And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand uh, unto heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever that it shall be for a time, times, and a half. Now, <clears throat> the usual interpretation of that is time uh, denotes a year. Times, two years. A half is a half a year, which makes three and a half years. Uh, I don't know that any man has ever found out uh, what these dates and these years, this time element, from here to the end of the chapter, what it uh, signifies or can be definite about it. But uh, if it does represent three and a half years, it is the same period of time from the uh, breaking of the covenant, see, to the end of the uh, tribulation period or the trouble. Uh, if you don't believe in the tribulation period, it's the time that uh, it, uh, uh, from the introduction of the abomination of desolation in the temple from there to the um, end of the period of the destruction of Jerusalem. But now he says, but I heard, he said, uh, <clears throat> uh, and I heard, but I understood not. Then said I, O oh my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? Now that's Daniel wanting to know now, see and he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Now notice the, uh, uh, the Lord told him if uh, the person... Uh, who is standing above the waters, the man who raised his right hand and left hand to heaven, and swear by God, by heaven. Uh, now he says that uh, for Daniel to go, uh, uh, to go thy way, for the words are closed up. He said, seal it till the time of the end. Well, what's the time of the end? Now that's, uh, that involves a whole disargument on, uh, if people, uh, Agreed on the time of the end, well, there wouldn't be much uh, squabbles among uh, prophetic teachers. The time of the end uh, the, is is not the end of time, but it uh, now how much time does it designate? Um, the amillennialists, when they come to saying. Uh, uh, interpreting John 5, 28 and 29, 
uh, and John 6, 39, and John 6, 40, 44, uh, uh, saying that, speaking of the resurrection at the last day, him that cometh unto me, you know, and uh, uh, no man can come unto the Father except, uh, come unto me except the Father which sent me drawing, and I will raise him up at the last day. All right? Dominus says uh, that the last day is the the final moment of time upon uh, of this age, this age and the age to come. And they say that the coming uh, of Christ to this earth and the resurrection and the judgment all takes place simultaneously. There's no time element involved. It's so it's so uh, it's so sudden, it's so swift, it's so quick. See, all right. The pre-tribulationist des- describes the time of the end to include all events from their supposedly and their assumed uh, teaching uh, of the rapture of the church, as they call it, seven years before the resurrection. The final resurrection, the second resurrection, that is the final phase of the first resurrection, which involves the seven year, they call the tribulation period, uh, make it the last week of Daniel, you see, the seven years. Now, uh, if, uh, if there's any way by the scripture to, to uh, determine it, what the time of the end is, well then we'll be on the right track of, uh, of fixing it. Well, I think you can take Matthew 24 and uh, Mark 13 and Luke 21, uh, well, Luke 17 and Luke 21, those chapters, and notice uh, the word days in the plural and the word day in the singular. And, uh, and I, I think it, uh, it is very... Uh, instructive uh, to the settling the uh, this uh, this expression time of the end. All right, let's let's look at uh, uh, Matthew twenty four uh, and uh, verse twenty nine. Immediately after the tribulation of those days. Now, just, just all we want to notice now is what days refer to. Immediately after the tribulation of those days. All right, now here, days in the plural refers to tribulation. Whatever that tribulation refers to, it, uh, it includes, uh, it includes those days. All right. Back to, in verse, uh, in verse, uh, 19 of chapter 24 of Matthew. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give up in those days. Alright, notice the plural. Alright, verse 22. And except those days should be shortened. Alright, the, the days are referring to a period of troublesome time. Uh, whenever that period of time is. The, the, this days refers to that. Alright, then. Uh, but for the elect's sake. Those days shall be shortened. 
All right, the days, the time, here is latter time. This is time that's uh, just before the coming of Christ, don't you see? Uh, then if it, uh, all right, then back down to, uh, in verse uh, 36, but of that day, now notice, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Now, uh, you see, verse 30 speaks of the coming of the Lord, see? Then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven uh, with power and great glory. And he shall send his uh, angels. Now, uh, this uh, uh, this is at, the t- at that time. Now he says, but of that day and hour knoweth no man. Well, now this the singular of day refers to the end of these days, the latter portion of them, not the end of time. Time's still going on. But it's in the end time. Uh, all right. Then in uh, look at Mark uh, 13. And uh, Mark 13 is a chapter that uh, describes the uh, destruction of Jerusalem and, <clears throat> and refers to uh, practically the same time. Uh, but for the elect's sake whom he hath chosen... He hath shortened the days. That's verse 20. Uh, then in verse 24, Mark 13, 24, But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun shall be darkened. All right, the dur- days in this passage, no doubt, refers to the tribulation period. Whatever time now that tribulation involves. Then in verse 32, Again, you have a quotation, but of that day, singular, and that hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. All right? Uh, Then in the uh, 17th chapter of Luke, you have uh, this... Time uh, referred to, and it's uh, beginning with verse 22, Luke 17:22. And he said unto the disciples, The days will come when ye shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man. Now the days will come. See, plural. Now he's talking about end time days. It's not. Uh, it's not talking about the time that he's uh, ministering. It's not the time that he's preaching and teaching. The days will come when ye shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and ye shall not see it. And they shall say to you, See here or see there. Go not after them nor follow them. You see, he's referring to his. Uh, immediate coming. He's about to come back to the earth. And he's referring to the days, days are that period of time that immediately precede his coming. Now, in verse 24, so shall also uh, the Son of Man in his day. Alright, now, this has nothing to do with the personal ministry of Christ's first advent. But referring to his coming again. And, verse 26, 
as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. Now, the, uh, there's a day of the Son of Man and the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married, uh, married wives. They were given in marriage until the day, singular, that Noah entered into the ark. See? All right, now in verse 29. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, the day the Son of Man is revealed, he which shall be upon the housetop. Now, notice verse 29. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven. Now, what does that teach you uh, about the tribulation? It tells you that the same day that Lot was delivered, judgment fell upon Sodom and Gomorrah. Right, now, what does, how does that affect prophetic teachings, interpretations, understanding with reference to tribulation? Those who say that uh, the coming uh, of Christ that he's going to come first and he's going to rapture the elect, the children of God, then is when the tribulation period starts. That's when the days start. And they continue for seven years. At the end of which, and all of the people that die, the children of God that die, are put to death, the martyrs, during this seven-year period, when Jesus comes back, Revelation 20 is talk, uh, is, talks about them, tells them that's the resurrection of, uh, uh, of the martyred saints. They say that when he comes at the beginning of this tribulation period, all of the saints are raised and all, everybody that's living, every child of God will be changed and caught up to meet Christ in the air. See, seven years later he comes back. Alright, this passage says the same day that God reigned, uh, that he took Lot, uh, Noah, I mean Lot, out of Sodom. He brought judgment upon the wicked. There's no time element. And he says, as it was in the days of, uh, of Lot, see, so shall it be. Alright? As it was in the days of Noah. Now what happened in the days of Noah? The, the very moment that Noah went into the ark, in fact, he went in there a week ahead of time. But uh, Noah went in the ark, and then the floods came. There wasn't no seven years. There wasn't no uh, a long period of time between Noah going into the ark than the judgment. See? All right. Uh, now, look at uh, uh, verse uh, chapter 21. Uh, Luke, Luke 21, 6. And we want to see two or three verses in it. Uh, As for these things which ye behold, the days will come, in the which there shall not be left one stone upon another, and that shall not be thrown, that shall not be thrown down. Alright, now the days there is certainly referring to, uh, the days in which Jerusalem is destroyed. 
All right, but now these days did not end time. Time continued. But the days refer to that period uh, uh, immediately preceding and, uh, and including the destruction of Jerusalem. Now, uh, in, uh, in verse 22, For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days, for there, uh, for there shall be great distress in the land, and wrath upon this people. Uh, so, now, in verse 34, you have one other expression. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting, and drunkenness, and cares of this life, and so that day come upon you unawares. All right, now from these passages, I think it's clear that there's going to be some days that are extraordinary, that especially filled with, uh, uh, with persecution, with anxiety, that are not going to be like the normal days. And at the end of those days, there's going to be a day, the day of the Lord, the day of Christ, that day, the day, at that time, see, and uh, uh, this age, and that age, the end of this age and the beginning of another age, is going to be at that day, a singular day, when the Lord returns, but he's going to return in the end of these days. Not at the beginning of these days, plural. I don't know where you understand what I've been trying to say or not. Well, uh, now that's important uh, to try uh, to, to notice, uh, to try to determine what is meant by the time of the end. Now, you see, we have that expression several times in Daniel. Seal it up for the time of the end. And uh, uh, so, all right. Uh, let's go back to Daniel and pick up. Uh, many shall be. Oh, we go down to we go down to verse eleven. Verse eleven, and from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away, and the abomination that maketh desolate set up. In other words, from the time this abomination des- desolation is set up, there shall be. One thousand two hundred and ninety days. Now that's a month more than a half of a week. See, the the prophetic week, seven years. If time, times and a half is, one time is for one, uh, one year, times two years and a half a time, a half a year, you'd have three and a half years. Or three years and six months. But twelve hundred and ninety days is three years and seven months. Uh, which shows you also, uh, well, of course, that, that doesn't necessarily, but uh, 30 days uh, in the Bible, 30 days is a month. Well, we know that because of the time that Noah stayed in the ark, you know. And uh, the Bible calls it uh, six, uh, uh, five months. Uh, and, uh, and, and then 
150 days. 5 times 30 is 150. See? And it was in there five months until not all, all total is in there almost a year and a half. But, uh, but a certain period of it from the rainings and the breaking up the fountain of the deep. So, alright, a five month period did it rain. Uh, and then those days, it's uh, referred to as 150 days. So, uh, here now, uh, this, there's a month added, uh, to this time element to the 1260 days at least. So you have 1290 days from the time that the abomination of desolation is set up. Alright, if that included Titus, if that has reference to Titus as army encamping around Jerusalem, because uh, any time an enemy, any army that was even in Palestine near the holy city, that was abomination of desolation within itself, just the very presence of, a, of an army. Uh, much less of, of that person going inside and taking a, a banner and a god of Caesar and uh, putting it up on... Uh, uh, on the altar in Jerusalem, see, and having people uh, th- for them to worship their uh, their men and, and idol gods in in the place. So uh, uh, it, it it doesn't matter uh, where, uh, uh, as far as as far as the time is concerned, or as far as that abomination. But now it certainly was abomination for the Roman emperor to do that. But before that, as we noticed in chapter 8 and chapter 10, uh, 11, uh, uh, that you have the story of Antiochus Epiphanes. Well, he's the man that went in, you see, also. And he uh, took a swine, a, a pig, hog, and offered it on the altar and sprinkled its juice on the wall. And he desecrated, alright? During the Maccabean period, uh, Matthias Maccabees and his son Judas, they, uh, cleansed the temple. They, um, uh, fought Antiochus, won the battle, and Jerusalem had peace for some 40 years under the Maccabees. And they restored their temple worship for that period of time. And, uh, then, in the meantime, uh, he didn't last long. The Romans, uh, this fourth kingdom, took uh, 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 took over. It came into power, and uh, then uh, there was a great uh, stir, just like this. When any, when Democrats take over from Republicans, the Republicans take over from Democrats. There's a house cleaning, and then they they're different personnel. They want to. Uh, the, the time to come to make changes, alright? When this occurred, there were men going to, uh, uh, to Rome. And Herod was one of those men. He went over and that's how he got his job. The high priests were buying the job. They were paying to become high priests, uh, to get to worship and officiate in the temple and to be boss over the Jews. And of course they say, oh, we're going to do whatever you say, you know. They were courting the new power the power of Rome after after Antiochus Epiphanes, the last of the Syrians, uh, went out of business. You see. Well, uh, if 
the when, but now, this abomination, uh, <clears throat> certainly Antiochus Epiphanes was the first one. He did that. All right. In the capture of Jerusalem in 70 A.D., certainly Titus did the same thing because uh, the Jews, oh, they, they pled and tried to get him to keep out of the temple, just leave the temple alone, you know. But uh, And Titus was going to spare the city, uh, the, the, the temple, for a while. Uh, but uh, the soldiers uh, out, uh, outmaneuvered him. Uh, disobeyed orders in order for the uh, and yet Jesus had already prophesied that the temple would be destroyed see and yet for that fulfillment to come at Titus if they had obeyed Titus the command from uh, from the Roman authorities it never would have been done and then you say that uh, uh, you see why I say when a man looks at the cross why, you, you see two things. You see a tragedy and you see a triumph. You see the overruling hand of God in it, and then you see a murder, see? You see a crime, a miscarriage of justice, and yet you see the perfect obedience of, of the Son of God, even unto death. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share with a friend. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord.